welcome to the latest edition of the Health and Safety Matters podcast. My name is Mark Sennett. I am the CEO of Western Business Media, which is the publisher of Health and Safety Matters. Now, as always, this podcast is sponsored by the Health and Safety event. And I would strongly encourage you to come along and see us at the Health and Safety event, which takes place in April 2023. In fact, it takes place on the 25th, 26th and 27th of April at the NEC in Birmingham. It's completely free to attend. And it's co-located alongside the fire safety event, the workplace event, the National Cyber Security Show, and the security event. As I said, one pass will get you access to all of this. And all you need to do to register for free is go to www.healthandsafetyevent.com. And our thanks to the Health and Safety Event for continuing with their fantastic support of sponsoring this podcast. Now, you don't have to wait until this podcast comes out to get all the latest health and safety news, prosecutions, products and services. You can go to our website, which is hsmsearch.com or just throw into a search engine health and safety matters up we come you can see all of our back archive of webinars to watch on demand for free you can listen to our and watch our digital conference the hsm digital conference for free on there as well you can register to attend upcoming digital conferences and webinars through there as well you can also sign up to get copies of hsm for free in print or digital format or sign up to get our twice a week e-newsletter from their completely free of charge. So again, hsmsearch.com or just throw into a search engine, health and safety matters, and up we come. So as always, we start with the news on the decision of the podcast. And it's a pretty big news in this edition. Well, one topic that I can't really avoid talking about, despite us having a sister podcast, the Fire Safety Matters podcast, which I co-host along with editor Brian Sims, we can't avoid the news that there is brand new fire safety regulation in the UK. And, and in my opinion, it is a significant step forwards. So if you don't know, you probably should know the Fire Safety England Regulations 2022 um, are now in force and are being laid under Article 24 of the Fire Safety Order 2005, the pre-existing legislation. This new regulations will implement many of the recommendations made to the government in the first phase of the inquiry that followed the Grenfell Tower fire in London, and the regulations will apply only in England. Now, of course, this comes on the wake of the independent review um, that the government got Dame Judith Hackett to carry out and, and said most of the implementation, so the implementation of most of those suggestions in there. So I also got some comments on this. And IOSH has been quite vocal on this topic. Uh, it's calling for swift and decisive action on fire safety and is urging people responsible, so normally building owners and others in control of the premises, to take heed of the new regulations. While the regulations apply to residential buildings, IOSH is urging those in charge of high-rise and multi-occupied buildings and workplaces to take note as well. So we've got a comment here from Ruth Wilkinson, who's the head of policy at IOSH, and Ruth says... This isn't just a matter of complying regulations. People's lives are at stake here. We saw at Grenfell failures in system, poor cultures and terrible consequences of getting fire safety wrong. And we need collective action to ensure such tragedy never happens again. These regulations are another significant step forwards in fire safety, but there is still more to do. We must all play our part. We urge people to take note and we'd like to see compliance with fire safety and building regulations in all buildings including workplaces. So those of you that can't remember, the Grenfell Tower fire actually happened in June 2017 and sadly it took the lives of 72 people. In the aftermath, as I was saying, Dame Judith Hackett undertook an independent review of building regulations and fire safety and that has led to many of her recommendations from that findings being implemented with this new legislation. So in a statement, the British Health and Safety Executive said the building 
safety regulator welcomes the new regulations that aim to improve fire safety outcomes for the public. So again, those of you that don't know, the building safety regulator is a new regulator for, for buildings and fire safety. It is ultimately part of the HSE, the Health and Safety Executive umbrella. So you can see all details of this. You, if you go to the Health and Safety United's website and put in the search box, new fire regulations, this will come up. You could, of course, go to the Fire Safety Matters website where we look at that in great depth, which is fsmatters.com, or you can just put Fire Safety Matters in a search engine. So this has been a long time coming. I don't want to go into too much more detail because I cover it in extensive detail um, on the Fire Safety Matters podcast, but it's something that we can't avoid before the building regulations and before, you know, this new pieces of uh, regulation that's come in to, you know, obviously enhance the um, the fire safety order. It had been since 2005, since any form of regulation legislation had come in to England, as we'll say here, or the United Kingdom. And now we've had two pieces of major regulation come in, in the last, well, six to eight months between the building uh, regulations and now the fire safety England regulations. So this is big news. I would urge you to read up on it and make sure that you are compliant. I would echo that message that the IOSH said. So so do take a look at the article and and, and get yourself familiar with it. So moving on to um, another piece of IOSH news actually, and again we will uh, talk uh, some comments made by Ruth Wilkinson, as I said, was the head of policy at IOSH. She's come out as part of IOSH and said an article we've got on our website which reads return to work plan cannot be ignored says IOSH so IOSH has responded to a new plan announced by Jonathan Ashworth the shadow work and pension secretary to get more people with health conditions and disabilities into work so Ruth Wilkinson did comment on this. She said, with the size of the UK workforce still well below pre-COVID levels, the announcement by the shadow work and pension secretary, Jonathan Ainsworth, of his party's plan to support more people with health conditions and disabilities to return to work cannot be ignored. It comes at a time when long-standing health issues among workers are becoming significant for regulators and employers. Mr Ashworth referred to a monumental waste of human potential and the need to help people find appropriate and supportive work that is good for them, for society and the economy. He also pointed to the benefits to these individuals, the way good supportive work can empower their health or by growing their independence, inclusion and sense of fulfilment. This includes the two thirds of those out of work with ill health who live with mental health issues such as depression and anxiety. But Ruth goes on to say, I see an onus on employers here to have the right policies and processes in place and to explore any adjustments they can make to the workplace, to working arrangements or through the provision of equipment, support or services to accommodate the needs of disabled workers. This will help each worker to work, stay in work, return to work and perform to the best of their ability, which can only be a good thing for the employer. There's much more work to be done here to find the workers the UK economy needs to thrive and deliver a decent quality of life, decent, sustainable work for everyone, she says. Plans should focus on helping older workers, disabled people and those with limiting health conditions to enable them to gain paid work. These individuals have so much to offer for themselves, their families and for us all. Something I would completely echo and agree with. Um, this is... Okay. <laughs> no brainer comment but yes there is an opportunity here for sure to try and um help economic growth and 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 help people's 
earning potential by bringing in whether it is more disabled workers or vulnerable workers etc to allow them to to earn um, a, a proper wage in here and return to work but as Ruth is saying there it's not as simple as that you have to ensure that they have a safe return to work that they have a proper pathway to go there because I do completely agree people that can work and 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 enjoy the work they do will live a more fulfilled um life i i agree with that completely but as ruth is saying in there it's it's not as simple as saying you just need to get more disabled people back into it we need to do more to get them back to work and to to get them off of benefits it's not as simple as that there has to be a way that you can ensure the workplace is safe and inclusive um, because if that's not the case there'll be far bigger problems there'll be much more debilitating um, effects on a person that's rushed into a workplace that um, that that makes them their situation worse and that's terrible for the individual but it's also will be very bad for employers as well will leave them liable to much bigger issues so yes I completely agree with this in theory um, it's something that there needs to be a focus on because we need to get as many quality skilled workers into the workforce as possible. So speaking of um, appointments, you work, return to work, tenuous link here. Nibosh has appointed a new chief executive. So the board of Nibosh has announced the appointment of Andrew Shenstone as the new chief executive officer of Nibosh. Uh, I'm sure all of you know, but Nibosh is the National Examination Board for Occupational Safety and Health and provides valuable collocations to tens of thousands of people in more than 130 countries each year. So this post has been open for a little while um, after the previous chief executive moved on to a to a new role and. Andrew has worked in education and training for several years and he will say he brings with him extensive experience of development and enhancement of higher education for the benefit of learners, employees and wider society. He will lead the ongoing growth and development of Nibosh as it expires to attract even more people to train for and take its globally recognised qualifications in safety, health and environment management. So, Nibosh finishes off by saying in a statement, the board looks forward to welcoming Andrew, who will join Nibosh as CEO on the 20th of March, 2023. And Andy Wilkinson Sharp will meanwhile continue in the role of acting chief executive. And Nibosh say that its board is extremely grateful to Andy for his leadership of Nibosh during his period um, as uh, the acting chief executive. You know, so I'd like to obviously wish uh, Andrew Shenstone all the best uh, in his new role. Uh, it's a fantastic organisation, Nibosh. You know, we we thoroughly enjoy working with Nibosh. You'll see a regular column in Health and Safety Matters magazine um, from Nibosh. We'll soon be uh, announcing, you know, some educational stuff we'll be doing with Nibosh as well on a webinar, which we're very excited for. Nibosh also talking for us um, at an event in February, which is the uh, Safety Health and Wellbeing event. And and on that front, um, I should probably really talk about that. Um, HSM is proud to be a media partner of Safety Health and Wellbeing Live, which does take place on the 14th to 15th of February at Manchester Central, which is uh, the big exhibition venue in central Manchester. So if you want to come and spend your Valentine's Day with me, here is your opportunity. We are putting on the content in both theatres. There's a keynote theatre, but there's also the Health and Safety Matters Knowledge Hub that takes place there as well. And 
there's plenty of CBD content available over the two days. In that particular theatre, you really set the agenda. You know, I've curated the topics of discussion there and put forward the panel, but apart from an opening address by the three or four panellists of each session, we actually throw it open to you, the delegates, to actually ask questions to make it a really interactive session. So we look at the sessions that are on there. We've got on the first day, which is Valentine's Day, 9.45, do you have a suitable evacuation policy? Then there's one at 10.45 on designated standards and PPE. Then there's one at 11.45 on watch your health and safety focus. 12.45 on riddle and the role of the responsible person. And then... Uh, then I have to step up a bit here at uh, 2 p.m. I am part of a fire safety mock trial being delivered by Warren Spencer, who has prosecuted more cases under the fire safety order than anybody else. I am the defendant in that. So you get your chance based on a real life prosecution. This is uh, under fire safety uh, legislation to determine whether I, the defendant, am guilty or not guilty. You are indeed the jury and Warren is the prosecutor. Those are fantastic sessions to to come and enjoy and i would strongly urge you to do so day two uh on the 15th of february you've got falls from height the biggest cause of workplace fatalities in the uk at 9 45 in the morning then you've got creating a suitable safety culture at 10 45 protecting workers in hazardous environments at 11 45 is your ppe compatible 12 45 then you've got um a session from Nibosh being delivered at uh, 1.45 uh, on safety culture. And at 2.45, there's an effective risk management systems session. Now, all at the same time, there is also a keynote theatre with um, fantastic speakers in the British Safety Council, the Health and Safety Executive, IOSH, also um, legal sessions in there as well, um, be, um, being delivered by um, DAC Beechcroft. There's also a fantastic session being delivered by the Fire Sector Federation on the impacts of the new Fire Safety Act. So I would encourage everyone to come along to Safety Health and Wellbeing Live. It's completely free to attend. You get CBD for attending the sessions. There's also 60 plus exhibitors so you can see all the latest health and safety products and services. Register for free. All you have to do is use their enter a search engine safety health and well-being live but if you want the actual direct url it's safetyhealthwellbeing.live and click on the big register button and it's completely free to attend and you can come to either or day there both whatever that you like to do so just search a search engine safety health well-being live and it takes place in manchester on the 14th to 15th of february 2023 and manchester central we'll be there we have a stand there i'll be helping deliver some of the sessions it'd be great to meet as many as possible i met loads of you there last year and and it was great to have feedback from hsm readers so i'll be really keen to hear from you your thoughts on the podcast thoughts on the webinars what more content we could do our editor kelly rose is actually chairing the uh the knowledge hub sessions that we just talked about so yeah i'd urge you all to to come along and enjoy them so final piece of news that we've got uh coming into here from from the website and again you can see all the latest news on the hsm website which is hsmsearch.com and that is the british safety council has reopened its offer to SMEs and Microsoft employers to apply to attend a free three-hour workshop to help them develop a well-being strategy. Now, I did cover this quite a bit on a previous edition of the podcast. It's a fantastic um, idea. The sessions are delivered by experts from British Safety Councils, Being Well Together programme, 
and it aims to help employees explore why well-being matters to them, their people and their business, and ways that they can improve their well-being. The workshop helps small, medium and micro-sized employers to develop a strategy which works to track and evaluate their progress. So you, any employee with up to 500 staff can apply. And if you want to find out how to apply, again, just go to our website, hsmsearch.com, and just in the search box in the top right, just type BSC reopens offer, and that will bring it up, because the full headline is BSC reopens offer of free wellbeing support to SMEs. Now, before we go to our guest on this edition of the podcast, I want to talk about something that's uh, very, very close to my heart, which is the Safe and Health Excellence Awards. We are coming close to the closing deadline for entries, and that is on the 15th of February 2023 at midnight. And we have got some fantastic categories. It's completely free to enter. It's the perfect way to get yourself, a colleague, a team, a product, a project, a campaign, <laughs> a supply chain client, a construction project, any of these areas, unsung heroes, rising stars, perfect way to get them recognised. The best part of my job, hands down, is when I get excited people coming back to me about how excited they are that they've made a shortlist. Or even better, when they come to the awards do itself, which will take place in April, on the uh, 26th of April, which is the middle night of the health and safety event. We have a fantastic venue there, the Vox at the NEC at Resorts World. We've got our first ever female host, as I mentioned in the last edition of the podcast, Tess Daly. And we've got a fantastic comedian um, before that. It's the biggest night of networking um, and celebration in the sector. We had over 500 people there last year. So I would encourage you to come along. But more importantly, please enter. The categories we've got here is the Alan MacArthur Unsung Hero Award, sponsored by 3M. The Best Health and Safety Manufacturing, sponsored by Martel. Best Health and Safety Project. We have also got Best Health and Safety Manager of the Year, so the Health and Safety Manager of the Year, sponsored by RS. We've got Campaign of the Year. We've got Health and Safety Team of the Year, which is always a popular category. So it's by Nibosh. Uh, we'll be revealing a Lifetime Achievement Award winner on the night, which the judges pick. Rising Star Award, uh, sponsored by Evertix. The Safer Logistics Awards, which is uh, sponsored by uh, Logistics Matters magazine. Woman of the Year Awards, sponsored by Cromwell. We really want to highlight equality and encourage more and more people into the health and safety sector as a workplace. So if you are a woman or you know of a woman working in the health and safety sector, please do enter that category. We've got marketing campaign of the year, distributor of the year is a new category, both of those. Best driver risk management performance, that's a new category sponsored by National Highways. We've got Discovering Safety have partnered with us to do the best use of health and safety data to low incidence rates. Brand new category. And we've got Best Health and Safety in Construction Award. You've gone until the 15th of February 2023 to do this. It'll only take a few minutes to enter. But I tell you what, if you do, I can tell you this from when I've seen my staff enter awards when Health and Safety Matters has been shortlisted for awards or, or other publications. It does make a difference to morale to see their peers recognise them. It does make a difference to enhancing your brand, your company, your organisation, or your own personal brand, you could say too, um, if you get recognised. It takes a few minutes to enter. It costs you nothing. And it's something that, you know, it's very important to me that we should be celebrating excellence in the health and safety sector. So throw into a search engine, Satan Health Excellence Awards, or its web address is S H E 
www.ghostbusters-awards.com. Please, please do enter that. So now I'd like to introduce our guest on this edition of the Health and Safety Matters podcast. I was delighted to sit down with Rob Russell. Uh, Rob is the Group Safety Director at RS, and, and this is uh, a conversation that I had with Rob about, we're actually partnering with RS, about a really important uh, new survey to do with the health and safety sector, which I would encourage all of you to take part on. It's open now to enter. It's completely free to enter. You can see it plastered all over the Health and Safety Matters website. So, yeah, it was a really interesting conversation. And I sat down with Rob earlier on, and here's what he had to say. Hi, Rob. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm really good today, Mark. How are you? Yeah, good, good. We're looking forward to this one because we're going to be uh, working with RS Components uh, on a server, which we'll talk about quite a bit during this this chat. But actually, for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with RS Components, can you give us a background on the company, what you do, what solutions you provide? OK, well, RS, RS Components is now actually rebadged and renamed as RS Group in October um, of 2021. So our name now is RS Group PLC. Um, We are a FTSE 100 company. uh, So one of the UK's, Britain's uh, largest largest businesses. And we operate throughout the world, basically supplying MRO into industry. We have other businesses that offer allied solutions, but our our primary business is, is through MRO supply and that MRO supplies throughout the States, the UK, Europe, Far East and Australasia. So we're a fairly big outfit that do operate on a, on a worldwide footprint. And, you know, because obviously this is a, a health and safety podcast. What would you say is your biggest market you work within, within the, in the health and safety side? Well, the health and safety side for us is, is, is really, we're touching it from, from quite a new level because MRO... Is, is machine parts, it's, it's replacement machine parts, and so they go into, into the technical side. Now we have, through acquisition, um, we, have, we have expanded our operation to have a real focus in, into PPE. That brings us into the health and safety arena. So part of what we're doing today and part of our larger project really is to start to get known within the health and safety community as a provider of health and safety products to that to that marketplace. Previously, our main business is is more the MRO side, so it's more the technical side. Its product uh, is more of a technical sell. Whereas on the PPE side, on the health and safety side, that's going to be a new avenue for us to uh, to address, and it's a new avenue that we're looking to to get worldwide recognition on as a major player. And we're actually working with you on a new survey that you're doing, which is the Protect What Matters survey. So for those that are hearing this for the first time, could you tell us what is the Protect What Matters survey? Yeah, sure. Okay, the Protect What Matters survey is is a survey that's been run in partnership with Health and Safety magazine. And, And it's aiming to reach every health and safety professional in the UK and Ireland, really to gather their views of the landscape of the health and safety sector, and exploring things such as their pain points, their expectations for the year ahead, any risks that they foresee, um, but also asking questions designed to gauge workload and any additional pressures due to 
socio-economic factors and really getting under the skin of what it's like to be a health and safety professional post-COVID, post-Brexit, and also in a recession. So when's the survey open and how can people take part? Okay, well, the survey is open now and it will remain open until February the 20th. And you'll be able to access it via the Health and Safety Matters homepage or via the RS website. And it should only take about 10 minutes to complete. And there is a prize to be won for all those that complete it and leave their details. Nothing better than a survey with an incentive. Absolutely. And you're just touching on it, but why do you think people should take part in this survey? Well, well, for me, I think it's a, it's a key opportunity for people to have their say. And the report that will get written off the back of this survey will reveal both the current status quo and point people also the direction of where the industry is heading next. Um, and one of the things we've identified in our initial research was that health and safety professionals often feel insufficiently supported. You know, they aren't sure who they should be going for um, or looking to for their true north. You know, and this survey will reveal which organisations and bodies you can look to for the best training, for the best support, for, for health and safety related events, guidelines. And of course, everyone that fills in the survey will be entered into a prize draw. There's an iPad and £200 of Marks and Spencer's vouchers up for grabs. Probably wish I'd won that just before Christmas, to be honest. It would have made my Christmas cheaper. But... Absolutely. But why are RS initiating the Protect What Matters survey and report? OK, well, RS in late 2020 and early 2021 um, entered into the PPE market through their acquisition of Needlers and Liskin. Um, two prominent market leaders in PPE and health and safety, um, very different players in some respects. Needlers are the, the UK's leading supplier of PPE into the food manufacturing industry, uh, whereas Liscombe supply um, PPE into general industries, so two very different sectors. Um, those businesses were bought and they were run under their own names until fairly recently when we've created a new area of the business called RS Safety Solutions. So the Needlers and the Liscombe names have now gone, joined together, and together with RS, we have become RS Safety Solutions. And as a leading supplier of health and safety products and services into the UK and Ireland, you know, we're deeply invested in understanding our customers and figuring out how to serve them better and also providing the health and safety community with knowledge and insight that will make their jobs easier. So we're really pleased to be partnering with Health and Safety Magazine to launch this survey. Uh, and we know you have a prominent voice within that community. So we're, so we're really, really pleased to be able to join forces. Oh, yeah, we're equally thrilled to join forces on this one. You know, Health and Safety Matters loves, we love working on projects like this. It's great to interact with our audience. You know, we're chatting about it now on a podcast. That's one medium. I'd encourage everyone listening here to take part in the survey, which you can see on the HSM homepage and also the RS Safety uh, site as well. But I guess the, the best part of this is, the results of that are then going to come out in a report. So the question for the listeners yeah. now and then takes part is, when will the report be available for people to download? Okay. Well, the report will officially launch at the health and safety event at the end of April. Um, but if you follow RS UK and Ireland or Health and Safety Matters on LinkedIn, you may start to see little insights uh, a touch before then. Um, and everyone who takes part in the survey, I'm not going to mention prizes this time, it's slightly different. Everyone who takes part in the survey will be sent a link to download the report 
once it's complete. So alongside the survey results, you can expect to find expert-led commentary and articles and picking the findings to really help the health and safety community to make the most of the insight. Yeah, I think that's the best part of this project. We want people to take part to, to see the results. Obviously, we here at HSM will, will share the results and obviously you're going to officially launch the, the findings at um, the health and safety event of which you know HSM is the lead media partner for. But I think it's great that also we're able to send the report directly to those that took part because I feel it's really important that people that take part in something should you know, has anything tangible to find out the results of it. They know what they've put, but they want to see the results of what everybody else put. And there's been a lot of people taking part in this. So, yeah, I'd strongly urge you to uh, take part in the survey now and you will not have to look far to get the results. They'll come straight to you. And, of course, you can come straight to the HSM website too. But just to finish off here, let's just talk about RS Safety Solutions. Am I Am I right in saying the best way to find out more about what RSA does as you do is to go to the website, um, which is, I'm sure you've got the domain name. I could probably say if, if you haven't got it, what's the best way to get in touch with RSA? Well, if you Solutions? go to the RSA Solutions website, so the RS website has links through to the PPE side, which is which is predominantly what health uh, RS Safety Solutions is all about. So you'll find us on local me on social media. We have Facebook profiles. We have LinkedIn profiles but also through the website, which will give you a more in-depth look at what we're about, what we're looking to achieve and how we wish to, to, to ingrain ourselves and, to, and, to, and to, 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 to put ourselves forward as a major player within PPE and assisting health and safety professionals throughout the UK and Ireland in the execution of their roles. Well, Rob, thanks for joining us today. Really looking forward to seeing the results of the survey and uh, thank you for partnering with us on it. Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thanks ever so much indeed. I appreciate it. So I'll just finish off by everyone saying, please do take part in the survey. As we said, you can see it on the HSM website. You'll see it in our social media channels on LinkedIn and Twitter. Please do take part and you will find out the results. So thanks, Rob. It was great to catch up. Cheers, Mark. Yeah, and thank you to Rob for joining us on this edition of the podcast. And as we said throughout that, we would urge all of you to take part in the survey. There's a huge banner at the top of our website currently, hsmsearch.com, where you can uh, click on and... Uh, take part in the survey so that's all we've got time for in this edition of the health and safety matters podcast as i said at the start i'd like to thank our sponsor of this podcast which is the health and safety event and if you don't know the health and safety event takes place on the 25th 26th and 27th of april 2023 at the nec in birmingham it's completely free to attend it's co-located alongside the fire safety event the security event national cyber security show and the workplace event and all you need to do is go to healthandsafetyevent.com to register for free and we've got to stand there with the BSIF and it'd be great to see you there and come and chat to us about the magazine. But as I also said, you don't need to wait until this podcast comes out to get all the latest news, prosecutions, products and services from the health and safety sector. You can go to our website, hsmsearch.com or just throw into a search engine, health and safety matters. You can go there also to watch all of our past webinars on demand, to sign up for our upcoming webinars that are in there, to watch our digital conference on demand sign up to get our magazine and the bsif guide and the ppe insights guide completely for free or you can look at digital copies of them online for free you can also sign up to get our twice a week e-newsletter for free but of course you could follow us on linkedin or twitter 
as well. But just to finish off, I would just like to encourage you once more, please do enter the Satan Health Excellence Awards, completely free to do so. You've got until the 15th of February. All you need to do is go to she-awards.com or throw into a search engine Satan Health Excellence Awards and it's completely free to enter all of the categories. Please do send us any feedback uh, that you want on this podcast, other things that I can cover and uh, other topics you want us to, to go over, potential guests. You can just use the hashtag HSMPodcast on social media. But thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you on the next edition of the Health and Safety Matters podcast. Mm-hmm.